2: Hey Ralph,
3: Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got, the, got a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you why. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? Alright, now Try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Now, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? Get in a big trouble, pal. You just a shit like you for breakfast. And then of course there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time. Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do, keep on keeping on. Shooter out! <laughs>
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's Wednesday, so that means we're doing Twitter spaces. Uh, we do this every Wednesday. Uh, we get on Twitter spaces. We talk Saints. We interact with people. This week, we're giving away prizes. You should join us. It's a great time to become a Saints Happy Hour patron. If Saints got breaking news like they have tonight, Where they hired Pete Carmichael after interviewing like twenty different people. They go back to Pete Carmichael. Uh, so thanks for joining us, guys. at Twitter Spaces. Tell us you want to speak. Maybe you'll win a prize. Uh, Dave, he's with us tonight. Dave,
4: I I'm gotta get think. my headphones though. I was hoping. <laughs> there's no way. I guess there's no way that you can talk when you're on the program. the desk. The-
1: The desktop. No, I I have not. The Twitter, Twitter spaces. You'd think Twitter, they're like, they're worth like $900 billion. You would think they would have the ability for you to run Twitter spaces from your desktop, but
4: they don't. Um, Yeah. So let me go get my headphones and my microphone, but
5: I'm still
1: here. So here's my question as we, uh, as we, uh, as we wait for, uh, If we wait for Andrew to join us, Uh, here's my question with Pete Carmichael is I'm confused because originally in this process, when they uh, announced Dennis Allen was going to be the coach, Andrew, they originally said Pete Carmichael, he doesn't want the job. Actually, he preferred to be demoted. He just wants to be in the background. He doesn't want to be the offensive coordinator. So, My question is, did the Saints okey-doke people all along and were just inquiring intel and not really interviewing people, just getting uh, people's uh, opinions about the offense from outside sources? Or did, did Dennis Allen hate everybody he interviewed and he circled back to Pete Carmichael and he's like, Pete, I know you said you don't want the job. But, man, would you please take the job? Like, I'm just confused about what's going on with Pete Carmichael as an offensive no, coordinator. No,
0: the, the situation is so bizarre. And to be clear, I have no problem with the fact that they ended up with Pete Carmichael. I, I still think he's a solid choice, continuity, all that. But you're right. It, it's one of those two things. It's either he was kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to do it. They They interviewed a bunch of guys. They had a deep search. And then they tell Pete, "Look, like we're not really liking any of these candidates. You're you're way more qualified. You're a better option. Please do it." And then he, maybe kind of changed his mind and said, "Okay, okay, I do
6: it. But I, like, know, I it, do,
0: it. I do, yeah, I do it. Okay, okay, <laughs> I do it." But it's all, I don't know. Like yeah, that it, part. Of it, it, it's weird to me how much Pete Carmichael becoming the offensive coordinator mirrored the Dennis Allen coaching hire because it's like. They went through this whole process. They were methodical. They interviewed a bunch of people. They considered all these guys outside the building only to come back to the most obvious choice. And I feel like Dennis Allen did the exact same thing with Pete Carmichael that the saints did with him, which is end up with the guy that we kind of expected to have the job all along. So it's fine. Like I expected it to land here. So I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not going to complain. I think, Pete Carmichael is a capable guy. He knows the offense. There's a lot of reasons to like this, but it's a little bizarre how it all played out.
4: And you guys are disappointed both because you kind of wanted a fresh start, a new change. Well, I mean,
1: a, a little bit, and and it's just – I'm happy about this.
4: And this, is, this is what I wanted to have.
1: I do like the fact that the Saints made, us, made me feel like 20% better about it. They leaked that they were talking to Jay Gruden – this morning so now i'm like well at least it wasn't jay gruden they didn't, they didn't hire jay gruden so that is better is better so i feel better about it but, don't you uh,
0: don't you agree david that like the whole the way it played out was weird
4: yeah i it don't it's a I, little odd yeah i, I mean it, it is bizarre i don't understand because pete carmichael said he didn't want the job so what did they what was discussed what was said Uh, to get him to stay. Was it just money? Is it, you know, did they have a heart to heart? Uh, You know, did it initially, did Pete Carmichael, uh, you know, I don't don't know, but they obviously came to some agreement, I would say. Uh, Or, or, you know, I guess the other, you know, the other option is, you know, maybe when Dennis Allen came in, he just said, look, nobody's position is safe. And I don't know, Carmichael didn't want to feel, you know, felt like he didn't, he shouldn't have to, interview for his own job um I, I don't know I have no idea I don't know or no, you could've... know
0: it's interesting to Ralph's point though I, and I, I thought about this when I was talking to Ralph earlier today what if all along Saints were like yeah Dennis Allen's the guy Pete Carmichael's the offensive coordinator what if all along that was the plan and there, there was no second guessing it there was no questions but they're like We, you know, Rooney Rule. We have to interview a couple candidates anyway. Like we have to do a search, even if we know who our guy is. So, why don't we take this opportunity to basically do an outside opinion audit of, and let's let's bring in these great minds. Let's bring in Scotty Montgomery, who's an RPO guy and kind of known as a run game genius. And be like, what do you think about this offense, Scotty? And well, how would you fix it? And then as soon as he gives you his answer. Hey, hey, hey! Thanks for the memories, buddy. You're gone, and like you know, it's the same thing with uh, who's the Chiefs guy. I'm blanking. Beanie, you know they 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 talked to Beanie like, hey, what would you do? How would you fix the offense? Oh man, those are great ideas. You're gone. I mean that that theory that
4: that theory makes sense to me, but I was under the impression that from what was reported that Pete Carmichael made the own his own decision that he didn't want to be offensive coordinator. So that's why your theory he also, doesn't he hold
0: declined, water. He also declined the opportunity to interview for the head coaching job. Apparently,
4: yeah. So, by from, from an outsider's perspective, you're reading the reports here. Uh, you know, the media made it seem like he wasn't really interested. In yeah, the, but can
0: can we believe any of that to be actually? I right? I hope oh.
1: all these people they interviewed. I hope they gave him a nice king cake on the way out. Like at least. Something like a party gift or something. It well, better enemy.
0: have been Don Fong. The enemy looks <laughs> like he he, he he would eat two king kicks. So maybe they give him an extra. I don't one.
1: know. I don't know who one, the uh, other.
0: Maybe even three, one for Andy Reid.
1: <laughs> 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 you think Montgomery, they were just like, listen, dude, we need you for this job interview. We need your best 10 Taysom RPO plays. And then he gives them to him like on a flash drive. Maybe they're animated like that uh that motion tracker, NFL sensor thing. And then as soon as Dennis Allen looks at him, he's like, thanks. King Cakes uh, in a goodie bag on the way out.
0: Yeah, I got it. So here's the thing. Like I, I'll get over this and I'll be fine with Pete Carmichael. But the, the thing I think that's disappointing is I had resolved in my mind that they were moving on. Not that he was leaving. I thought he would be – still an advisor have an advisory role still be on the staff but i just felt like they were gonna go with some new young hotshot now jay gruden obviously wouldn't have been a new young hotshot but like i i
3: don't
0: know i kind of got excited about the whole scott scotty montgomery it was different maybe this means and like
4: Maybe this means no, I feel, Curtis Johnson. Like coming back. going back. I feel oh. like you get that
0: <laughs> I feel like you get that brand new pair of shoes in the mail and you're all excited about it. And then after wearing them once, you have a ton of blisters and they, they fit terrible and it's a total disappointment. And you just go back to your old pair. You know, here's my question. <laughs> Dave. That, that,
4: that that analogy is hitting home for me, Andrew. I, I'm in that situation right now. Dave, is this
1: is this music is 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 Pete Carmichael being the OC? Is that Jameis Winston's music I hear? A quarterback for the Saints? I don't know.
0: We, we were um, talking about Matt Corral being oh, drafted man. in the first round for a minute there. And I got to tell you, if Pete Carmichael means Jameis comes back, I'm feeling a lot better.
4: I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what they're going to do. But I, for one, am... I'm happy with the decision. I like bringing him back. He's been running this offense for the last however many freaking years. Nobody knows it better. Just like Nick Underhill tweeted not very long ago, uh, nobody knows it better than he does. And I, I again, I don't think the I don't think the problem with our offense this season uh, was a p- play calling problem necessarily. So much as it is just a, a Kenny talent, Stills problem, a talent personnel yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I have no doubt that. I mean, I, I think if you, if you want to look at it this way, yeah, maybe you go get somebody like enemy, some young hotshot like you wanted, the upside is a lot higher. But I think with Carmichael, the floor is way higher. Like there's only so bad it's going to get. I, in fact, I think we've probably seen about as bad as it's ever going it to get. It can't get any worse than being
1: last yeah. in the NFL in passing yards.
0: And do, you guys, do get- you guys think Pete likes Taysom, Jameis,
1: or Teddy more? Ooh, that's a good question. I want I want people people somebody asked uh request to speak and uh and we will uh and we will hear I want I want fans to tell us that's a great is, that's a I'll great tell you question what,
0: now we talk about Dennis Allen and this is kind of his salvation right like this is finally his shot after failing as a head coach last time and I feel like this is new life for Pete Carmichael we talk about like the enemy maybe wanting to leave Kansas City and get out of that Andy Reid Patrick yeah. Holmes shadow like Carmichael I I would have thought he would want this all along because he's out yeah. of Drew Brees and, and Peyton's shadow now. This is his shot, Dude, you know. And I, I mean, need, I, to Dave's point, like I don't know if he wants to be a head coach, but this is his shot. I to mean, prove that it's not he's not just a Drew and Sean Payton. I
1: mean, it's true. I mean, he gets he may not he he may have said, "Look, I, I don't want to be a head coach. I'm tired of interviewing and not getting a real opportunity." Saints go ten and seven with whoever at quarterback, and they improve from the passing game from last to sixteenth. Teams are going to be like, "Hey, Pete Carmichael, he's got Cody Pickett as quarterback now, and the Saints won in the won the South. I need that guy maybe to be did my you, head did coach." Did you just
4: call him Cody Pickett?
1: What's his name? Corey? Cody? Oh my God.
4: Well, whatever. Maybe. He I, Wilson I Wilson Pickett. It's Wilson Pickett. I like
1: that. He he doesn't have the right to have his name. Co- and called correctly until he's actually on the Saints. Um, but here's my thing: I we got we got Budrich, Budrich. I know you are always eating the tape of the rookie quarterbacks. They got Pete Carmichael as OC. How do you shuffle your board for the Saints? Not who they who they necessarily will draft, but their preferences on. Do you, does 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 now that they have Pete Carmichael are you like okay the rookie quarterbacks this is who they this is who they're gonna want
6: this guy here? I don't think it changes much. Uh, I did say I did post my theory like if they did hire Scotty Montgomery, Matt Corral might jump a little because uh, Montgomery ran a lot of RPO and that's what Corral ran a lot at Ole Miss. He just did nothing but. RPO, so it would have been a not, it would have been uh, kind of a one and two kind of thing, but I think really nothing changes, and as soon as you say Cody Pickett, Ralph, I immediately got flashbacks to 2004 because there was a quarterback named Cody Pickett, drafted in the seventh round by the uh, Niners from Washington University.
1: I don't, doesn't ring a bell, doesn't ring a bell I, at all.
6: I only know because I 'Cause I I'm still a kid at heart playing ESPN two K five like you <laughs> two thousand and four. That's the only that's the only way I know him. But yeah, um but I don't think it changes much, but honestly, I think we kinda dodge a bullet not getting uh uh Scotty Montgomery because um he he coached at uh North Car- at East Carolina for three years from like twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen. He was fired before the third season was over. And then he was the office coordinator for, uh, for uh, Maryland. And, a, and Maryland Oof. was bad. <laughs> and he was fired before he finished his second season with Maryland. So, I, so like I said, I think we kind of dodged a bullet not getting Montgomery.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe my theory is right. Maybe Dennis Allen
6: interviewed all these people. He's like, they're terrible.
1: Pete, you got to take yeah, this job or you're
6: fired. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just, you know, I'm not. It was very meh or uninteresting. And it's just, you know, Carmichael, you're better than meh. So you're if bad. you want the offensive coordinator job, it's yours. <laughs> so I think he was just going to be I, like, I like, I like that assistant. scenario
0: that Ralph suggested where it's like, Pete, you know how you, I agreed to let you stay on the staff and we were going to get an offensive coordinator? Yeah, that's out because I hate all these candidates. <laughs> so if, if you don't go back to offensive coordinator, you don't get another spot. You're fired.
1: You're fired. I like. I those. think he's really like, fired. The like picture that conversation. <laughs>
0: and poor Pete Carmichael. <laughs> Pete Carmichael's like, fine, I'll take
1: it. God damn it! <laughs> I thought, I thought I was going to be out of the line of fire, and if it all goes wrong, they're going to blame me too. But yeah. honest. But honestly, here's the thing. Like, if it goes bad for Dennis Allen, like, the next guy is probably going to fire everybody. So anyway, yeah. but Buttridge, thanks for joining us. All right. Um, uh, I think 18,
4: my. I'm rooting through my daughter's Valentine's Day candy bag that she got from school, you know, because, like, all the kids bring in Valentine's. And there's this thing. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's candy. It's, like, sealed plastic, and it's, like, bright pink little tiny balls, like, tiny, tiny balls. It almost looks like packing material. I don't eat know if this it, is.
1: Eat it if you If you, if you choke. <laughs> I know. If what you joke on the spaces we could be we could be Twitter
4: famous. Is this like, like a new kind in. of and then you'll save eat your it. daughter's
0: life. You'll die eat for her. It's this Eat It's
4: yeah. it. like some new kind of candy. Have you guys ever I this? don't know. Anybody I, with daughters? I, I, lo- I love
0: that Dave is like a little raccoon like rashing through like <laughs> his, know, his my God. Dig- Digging through his daughter's <laughs> stash and being like what kind of candy can I jack?
4: I go no, I go I, no, poor I, go, girl I is a no no no. I go through through her stuff. No, yeah. I go I go through my daughter's stuff. No, I go through my daughter's stuff because she's sweet and she's nice and she doesn't mind. My son is you know totally neurotic about everything he owns and uh, would freak out if I if one Starburst was missing.
1: I like the fact that you aren't sure if it's candy but you're going to eat it anyway. We got I've T- never seen this. We got Tina. She wants to to talk about the Saints hire Carmichael. Tina, DM me after the show. And I will send you our Saints survival mug. It makes alcohol taste taste seventy five percent better. Uh, Tina, Ooh, what's got your one thoughts? Winner already. Yeah, one winner already. Tina, what's your thoughts on the Saints hiring Pete Carmichael?
7: Does that Does that mug come with some booze? No, it doesn't. <laughs> you
1: have to supply your own booze. B Y O B. B Y O B.
7: After this off season, I have a feeling we're going to need it. Oh,
1: you'll need it. You'll need it.
7: But are you excited? I mean, are you excited? I mean, Ralph, you I can't like ship. The,
4: you can't ship her some honey bourbon with that. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm,
7: I'm, I'm, I'm sure I can get some strange candy. I'm still like, I'm, I'm like literally like baffled trying to figure out what kind of candy this is. That's and it. It's, <laughs>
4: I wish. I wish we had video. It looks like little tiny. I don't know. It looks like um dishwasher. Oh, Detergent, like the ball, you, you know that. Kind are of you dishwasher. eating a Tide pod? It looks no. That's what this <laughs> looks like. I mean, this. I, I'm. That's that's exactly what this looks like. It looks like a pink Tide pod. uh I swear, I don't know if I'm supposed. What if to your this daughter has dish. an enemy at school? Well, if it is, um. it's tidy Apparently, it's Heidi. Because Heidi's <laughs> got her name all over this, she didn't do a very good job. Of, not a very uh, smart criminal. No, needs to mature and learn how to not, not leave evidence behind. I don't even know who Heidi is. I didn't even know there was a Heidi in her class. Uh,
1: but Tina, you, you, you're nervous about the year, but but Pete Carmichael, like he 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 at least has shown in the, the game against Tampa that he could work with the offense they have this year. And in 2012, granted that offense was loaded, like. He didn't screw it up. In no. 2012 and the, and they and they were like third in points, they averaged like 30 a game. So no, I'll,
7: I'll, and I'll, and, I'll, and and we only scored 9 points against Tampa. So, I mean, I'll give it a break with that. It's just I, I'm feeling like it is status quo attitude here. Like, you know, we we bring Dennison as is is the coach. You know, we interview a couple of guys really disappointed we didn't uh, even bring in EB. I don't know what's going on with him in Kansas City. So I mean obviously I, I have a feeling that uh that Andy's going to retire and he'll take over and that's why he's staying. I, I don't know cuz I I can't say. I don't have any insight on the Chiefs. I only know what I know with the Saints. But this this whole this whole situation has been bizarre. I mean from Sean Payton retiring, players having no clue this happening, you know, naming Dennis Allen as the coach. Now we get, you know, I, I don't like I don't dislike Pete Don't don't get me wrong there. It's just I I feel like y'all said at the beginning of this spaces, like this is a guy who's not real, he's media shy. He's, you know, kind of a guy who likes to be on the back burner. He didn't want this position. And now all of a sudden. You know, he's he's, he's got uh, it. Yes. Yeah. And so it's it's very it's very odd to me. And, I you know, like I said, I mean, we're running out of ideas. We can speculate all day long. It's just very strange. I mean, the only thing I can think of is, you know, hey, yeah, they, they weren't impressed with anybody. They interviewed and said, hey, look, we're going to throw some more money at you. And of course, you know, we all know money talks, <laughs> but it's just, it's just weird because he's never been that up in front guy. He's not yeah. he's not he doesn't have Sean's personality. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, some guys just, you know, are drawn and are have explosive personalities and are fun. And you know, some some guys are like Belichick. He's he's a very serious serious coach. I mean, he's just not. Really intriguing, or you know, interesting to to have in an interview. But I mean, he's never been one to to really want to be on the forefront. So I'm just I'm I'm concerned about that aspect of it. Like, how is he going to handle the pressure, the full time pressure when they keep really on him? He didn't really have any heat on him before. I mean, you can't really, you, yeah. like you said in, in twelve, we were you know this the, totally different Saints team. I mean, this past year with the between the injuries and COVID and relocation with the hurricane and just everything we had to deal with with this team, you know, there's a lot. Out of heat on him. We have no clue what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara and, um, the, you know, the, the uh, running backs. We have no idea what's going to happen. We we definitely need a a wide receiver. We don't know what we're getting back with Mike Thomas. We don't even have a quarterback as of right (laughs)
2: name.
7: I mean, yeah, a lot of of concerns. I mean, I want Jameis back. I'd love to see what Jameis can do. To answer your uncle's question earlier, what you were saying about what uh, our thoughts were as far as having uh, our quarterback here, who's he going to go with? Nobody loved Taysom more than Sean did.
6: (laughs) that's right.
7: Um, I don't know where the the man crush was with uh, Taysom and Sean, and 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 if God love him for whatever he was thinking with that. Uh, but I really hope that the Taysom Hill experience at quarterback uh, is is over now. And uh, I'd like to see us bring Jameis back. I don't think we have the capital to bring in any of the other names that have been thrown out there, like you know Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't go back to. Um, the Packers or Russell Wilson, but uh, I, I don't have a problem with James. I want to see what the, the kid can do healthy a full season here with some offensive weapons. I mean, what we saw in those you know, seven games was imp- to me impressive. So well, I, think we can do.
1: I hope that uh, and, and Tina, thanks, thanks for joining Tina, us. Tina, did Jameis D-
4: one of one send you? Yeah, are you ja- are you a Jameis <laughs> one of one plan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but.
1: Tina, thanks for joining us. And uh, DM me after DM me on Twitter after the show. I'll get your address and we'll get you the with uh, the Saints survival mug.
7: Just remember to send the booze.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, here's, well, we're here's giving the...
0: we're giving away one more. So uh, one of you lucky you guys will speak up. One of you lucky contestants will Can... get another free mug. So we're giving out one more today. And uh, consider if you're not a patron already. Consider becoming a patron.
1: That's right. And right. I, before we get to before we get to Andy, I want to say this about Pete Carmichael. And this is one thing that that I really gives me hope about him and that he'll he might be slightly different from Sean Payton. And he's not gonna try to just do what Sean Payton did. Is I remember when Peter Peter King did a behind the scenes thing with the Saints, the Saints like let him be with them the night before. And they were talking about like, they were designing plays, and they wanted to do a quarterback play. They were thinking about doing a quarterback play with all three quarterbacks on the field. And Sean Payton was like, can we do that? And Pete Carmichael was like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And I
0: thought that, I thought that was
1: Joe Lombardi. That said maybe. That. I thought maybe. I th- but
0: You're, you're, you're misremembering,
1: misremembering. The that story. Misremembering. That might, yes. that, that might shoots my whole story to you're hell. Moving
0: the, yeah, you're moving the goalposts. You're talking <laughs> to Pete Carmichael, and it's not even accurate. <clears throat>
1: But I don't need ac. I don't need I don't need accuracy. Yeah, we don't I need just- facts. <laughs> I don't need facts. I need to talk myself into believing T- P- people are coming. It's going to be fine.
0: Tina's Tina's <laughs> point's a good one though. And, and by the way, Tina has her own podcast that's called Flirts <laughs> Truly. So you should check that out if you haven't listened to it before. But I uh, I I don't know. I, I, I agree with her that it felt like we were going to get these changes. It felt like this was a new direction, and now it, it it's starting to feel more and more of a retread and. I'm not necessarily complaining like okay, continuity is good and maybe this is what they need right now to help them be competitive, you know, and, and we'll see over the next couple of years. Look, if if it's a disaster and it doesn't work, then these guys will get fired and then we'll
4: fully reboot. But and look again, fine, they, they, these guys, Dennis Allen as your defensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael as your offensive <laughs> coordinator, these guys have been here for a while Uh, they, nobody had any problems with them, uh, when Drew Brees was on the team and running the offense and Mike Thomas was there doing well. Uh, and, uh, only again, I'm going to reiterate this, like I said earlier, only now, uh, are you unhappy with them and want to move on, I didn't, say I,
0: was, I didn't say I was unhappy.
4: Well, and, and but but only now are you ready to move on? We and wanted something and again, new in We wanted something that, new and that,
6: exciting. Again, okay, but it's, I new is not Dave, better. Dave, the, new is not It's like better. the Dark
0: night is gone. Like Batman it's is out. The, like the are curse. you cool just rolling with Robin as your defender of your city? <laughs>
4: That's an interesting analogy. There's some, there's definitely some truth to that. Um, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to spin another. Are you going another... to
0: throw up the bat signal for freaking
4: Robin? No, but my, my point is, is that the problems of, as of late are not coach have never been, have not been coaching problems. They have been personnel problems. The Saints have had crappy personnel. They have had zero to work with. And again, yeah, they still managed, and they still managed a winning season.
1: Yeah. Dave, is is the Tide Pod making you woozy? Are you getting woozy? We got Andy. I'm seeing and, colors. Andy and music. To, Andy wants to join us. Andy, what's your thoughts on Pete Carmichael, offensive coordinator?
5: Oh, what's up, everyone? Um, I, I really think it makes sense. You know, I think as – with with like the rough few seasons that we've had recently we all just wanted some flashy hire right we wanted somebody to come in and just kick ass and take names and just just light it all up you know and but i think it makes sense right and T- tina made a lot of great points with how much stuff is up in the air, right we, we we don't really know what's going to happen at quarterback mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen at running back um you know, some recent reports are coming out that Mike Thomas is, is coming back and ready to roll. But in general, there's so many other questions. So it really does, I think, make sense to, to try and keep that continuity, which is part of, you know, I think why they kept um, Dennis Allen. And we've already talked about, like, some of these these guys that came in, they weren't impressive, you know. And um, I, for one, it for a while, I, I really liked um, Eric Bieniemy for some of those initial um, interviews. But then as you look at it, you know, a lot of those stats – showed that some of those offenses struggle. You know, like the Chiefs this past year, this was kind of one of their worst offensive years in a long time, you know, compared to to what they were doing when they won the Super Bowl and they had that success kind of earlier on. Um so I think it's smart. And I think the Saints are still just being the Saints. They're kind of making that move where you're like, well that that's dumb. Like it's not dumb. It's actually really smart. But you, you wish you wish there was some flash and pizzazz. But um but after you kind of just take a couple sips of your beer and just look at it, you're yeah. like, dang, you know, that it makes sense. Um,
1: well, they're, they're, they're betting completely on what they've built the last 15 years. They're yeah. betting on the culture and what they've built. And they're saying, we don't need, we don't, we love Sean Payton. He was awesome. Thank you, Sean. But like, we believe that we can keep the train rolling without you. Mm-hmm. And it's complete. And, and maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong. Uh, but they've like this is the bet now, right, Andrew? Like yeah. they have bet com- completely and wholeheartedly on their culture.
5: And, and the saying goes, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Um, and I think, I think we're, we, you know, hopefully we see that.
1: Is that some you know? sort of Tony Robbins slogan? I don't know, but that's, culture <laughs> the <second time.
0: laughs> that's the second time I've heard that quote this week. And the first time was professionally at my business in Virginia. So it, it had nothing to do with the Saints. So. Um, Andy, Andy's on something here. He's been talking to people that I don't like associating with. So I don't know how I feel about that,
1: but, uh,
0: (laughs) but look, I I think, uh,
1: Andy, thanks for, thanks for joining us. DM me, DM me after on Twitter and I, you can get a mug too.
0: Thank you. Um, nice. So yeah, look, I I think there's so many questions personnel wise with this offense. Uh, I, I maintain that the offensive line wasn't as good. As we thought it was going to be. Armstead's kind of the big one as we enter this offseason. What's going to happen with him? At quarterback, does Jameis Winston come back? Do they draft a the guy? What's going to happen there? At receiver, obviously, Michael Thomas coming back is big, but you need to supplement there. And then at tight end, I think you have a huge gaping hole on your roster. So it's not, to me, it's not just about Carmichael. It's what the heck are they going to do personnel wise?
1: We got Dust Dustin. He wants to join us, Dustin. Uh, what you got for us, Dustin? You, got, are
8: you, you there? Got, hello, hello, got, hello,
9: got, hello, hello. There
1: he, <laughs> yeah, we got you. Go ahead.
9: Dustin. What's up, fellas? It's hey, man. It's an honor to be here. I've I've been a supporter for a long time, and it's uh, pretty cool to be in here with you guys. Um, thank you. What I, what I was going to talk about was I guess just in reference to your uh to your to your earlier question uh, about uh Pete uh Pete Carmichael and his you know whether Jameis Taysom or Teddy Bridgewater would be more appropriate. Um my my guess would be um, Teddy probably fit in better uh, with a with a Pete Carmichael offense based off of just that West Coast style. Whereas Jameis, Jameis you know, is is a uh, more you know he's got more he's got better deep ball accuracy, right? But I guess then again we, we can't really know for sure. Um, until we get, you know, what kind of personnel we have.
1: Well, I'll, th- th- thanks for joining us, Dustin. And I, and I want Dave and Andrew to answer this. I feel like Teddy Bridgewater as a possibility for the Saints. Ugh, no thanks. I Dave, you, no. I kind of say no thanks too. No. But, like, I look no. at, like, the Colts might need another. They might be looking for a quarterback. Like, no. Teddy Bridgewater might be what you get. Like, you no. might not like it, but it might be what you get.
4: No. Look, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he's, I, 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 I he's, his, his value is exactly what he brought to the Saints back in 2018 or whatever year that was when he played four games for the Saints. He's, he, he's great when you need, in an emergency situation. I do not think he is, uh, a, a starting caliber quarterback that is going to take you anywhere to the playoffs or into the playoffs. But here's the thing, Dave. Sorry.
1: If you can't get Russell Wilson or Aaron
4: Rodgers, Derek Carr's off the market. I'd rather go with Jameis. I would much rather go with Jameis.
1: Ja- what if Jameis gets two years, $40 million from
4: Tampa or Carolina or then Pittsburgh? We're, then we're rolling with Taysom. Oh, you'd, you'd, you'd roll with – Taysom over Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. Yes,
1: I would. I really would. You wouldn't mind like both of them in like a – Maybe sadness combo.
4: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just I'm
1: you're, just, you're really
6: selling me with
0: this idea by calling it a sadness combo.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, listen, it's a... I mean, I'm, nothing nothing <laughs> can sell
0: me on an idea like calling it a sadness combo. I'm not I'm in.
1: I'm, I'm not s- in. I'm not selling you on it. I'm just telling you what might happen. It's like Dave, he doesn't want to get his stomach pumped later. But after he ate half a pound of Tide Pods tonight during the show, he's gonna have to. Like sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do. Like.
0: He was yeah. willing to take the risk. That's true.
4: That's, that's right. right. Uh, but I, Dustin, think my, I think my cat might have eaten one of those tide pods and just oh, threw I just I just had to oh. clean it up.
1: <laughs> Dustin, thanks for joining us. We got a couple, we got more people. We got uh Austin. He wants to talk. Austin, thoughts on Pete Carmichael as Saints offensive coordinator. Austin.
0: I think you have to invite him to. Speak oh yeah,
1: that's how that works. Yeah, I'm a ter. I'm a terrible host. Always and forever.
10: So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there we go. Austin, thoughts on P Michael? What's up, guys? What's up? Appreciate you taking my call. First time, long time. Um, so I love, I love the Carmichael. I love the Carmichael hire. To me, it's an Eric McCoy, 48 pick overall pick. Consistency. Nobody likes I like it right that. now. Nobody likes it. You know, it's easy to hate on this pick right now. It's easy to do it. But talk to me in two years. The best thing that happened this week wasn't Pete Carmichael. It was Michael Thomas. That's what's going to be good for Pete Carmichael going forward. Having our best, our most talented wide receiver in franchise history is all in. That's the best thing that happened this week. Not Pete Carmichael. That is it.
1: you no, you're 100 correct. I, I I would say Michael Thomas being as close to 2019 Michael Thomas as he can possibly be is the most important thing for the Saints' offense, besides court. Maybe even more important than quarterback in in 2022. Because if they have if they have Michael Thomas catching 90 passes.
10: The quarterback job gets a lot easier. Man, man, that's everything. It, it Carmichael's job gets a thousand times easier. It's all that, and to me, that was the biggest thing. You know, this week, the Carmichael thing. You know, like I said, it's consistency, and like you guys have been saying, you know, this this team didn't need a culture change. We didn't need some some new some new up and comer. Look, did I like the enemy? Sure, but I think the enemy is. You know, I think he's holding out for the coach and waiting thing, and that's a dangerous game, you know. I mean, he's doing that, and maybe Reed will leave, maybe he won't. But to hold out at this point, I think that's dangerous. And there's a reason he hasn't been hired by anybody, and he gets every interview every year, and he still hasn't been hired. And, you know, if we wanted to bring these guys in and get some ideas, great. Good for, you know, trusting Mickey. You know, know, I'd do that. But, hey, I think to me – which is what I'm most excited about, is this is this to me pushes Jameis right back up front, and if we can get Amen, Jameis, maybe if we can get Jameis at the right price, I want it. I want it so bad, especially with Mike I coming just, back because five and two Jameis beating Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, that's the team I want to see on the field, and we saw it you just, in the first seven games, can, and it was beautiful. I loved it. And Aust,
4: Aust, 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 Austin, can you just say Jameis a couple more times? I just really love the way you say Jameis.
10: Famous
2: <laughs> Jameis. I like <laughs> it. And then I want you to say, I want it again after you say it.
1: Thanks, Austin. That's Chris. That's, uh, that's Chris uh, who just jumped in. That's Chris. You know him as Impatient Bull. He does the best Twitter space, new Orleans theme. He does a pit.
0: You know, he's looking at how much of an audience we have right now. And he's like, well, he's, I can't be on this platform. Like, I can't be going this on here.
1: Poverty. They only oh, have. Yeah. yeah. I got, he does. Chris does awesome. Uh, Pelicans space after every freaking game, that's dedication. And you can listen to it later on. Uh, the, uh, the bird calls Twitter feed. I mean, the RSS feed, they do it as a podcast. Chris, uh, I don't want to. I want your Pelicans thoughts. We can get that in a second. But your thoughts on on Carmichael, where they're going to go, where the Saints are going to go, quarterback? Like this is really, like kind of kind of a curveball the Saints gave us today.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. I I I thought they were going in a different direction. It just um, like I guess I'm used to, um, you know, I could see if it was like the way that everything ended with Dennis Allen and you bringing in a bunch of guys to interview and so on and so forth, just to see what was out there or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever route, whatever was really behind that. The Carmichael thing was just, was just odd. It was like, I mean, were you, did you have to convince him to come back? That's right. Like, I'm just, (laughs) I, I, it's very, it's very confusing to me, but I'm very, I'm happy to have him back. I'm happy to to continue to, to bring back some sort of stability. Cause I mean, I remember, you know, when this, after Dennis Allen of like shortly after he was hired was saying they might lose a few position guys, and they got to replace this, replace that. You know, you want to bring some type of, you know, uh, consistency with this staff back so that, that these guys ended up knowing because you still, I mean, I, I assume they're bringing back, you know, what should be um, a lot of veterans on this team. You don't want to make too, too many changes, at least from my opinion, because I think the team should still be able to contend. I mean it, I
0: got. I cool. got I got I knew you we would. Gotta like, Chris, I gotta get Man, like, look, I, and then look, I, I'm. I'm such an LSU homer. I want Will Clapp to start at guard, and I want you know Quan Alexander. <laughs> Not Will I want Quan Alexander in the end zone. I want him to play tight end from the one yard line so he could score a touchdown. You know, et cetera, et cetera. But like, Chris, I love Garrett Temple. I mean, and and I got great memories of him in the final four with LSU. So like, Gar- Gar- I love Garrett Temple. I love me some Garrett Temple, but like the Pelicans, he, he's unplayable, right? Like, they got to stop playing him.
2: I don't, I don't know where the affection is there, man. The only thing I can think of right at, at this point is just, you know, I mean, Willie's Willie's not that far removed from being in a spot like Garrett Temple. <laughs> And maybe, and maybe that's just what it is. He sees himself in that position. He looks at Garrett and says, Man, I was once that guy. Maybe towards the all-star break, you know, when they get a when they get a break or a rest, that will change. I don't think that this is going to last forever. I don't understand it. And I don't and and I think that soon, you know, and I wonder between the coaching staff and the players how they view it as well. But it's clear that they need to make a change. I think Willie's smart enough to make it. I don't get what it's about. But the only thing I keep thinking is Willie Green was what's – he was what's in a position that Garrett Temple was at, and maybe he's trying to give him an opportunity to get some things going, and it just hasn't happened. You know what, Garrett
0: Temple – Garrett Temple, you know what it feels like right now, Ralph? It feels like the second tour of duty with Roman Harper. Good leader. Everyone likes him, but it's like, Sean, should you really be putting this guy on the field at this stage of (laughs) his
1: career? Oh, no. I got a better one. It feels like the second tour of duty with Ashley Ambrose. We're like, Ashley <laughs> Ambrose,
3: Ashley Ambrose had the one good
1: year under from. Ditka, the Saints brought him back after he went to Atlanta, and then you were like, oh, my God, he is cooked. Get him off I the field. I almost
0: said Kenny Stills, but I didn't want to do that to Garrett Temple because he went
1: to does No, he doesn't, like that he doesn't too, deserve that. That
0: was too insulting.
1: Chris, I got one final question. Thanks for joining us. I got one final question. I'm really nervous now. The Pelicans, they're going to get the play in. They're going to get in the top ten, right? It's gonna happen. It's gonna be all right.
2: I, I think so, man. I I um I look at the even even a team like Portland right now, who's you know, who's been playing well since after the trade. I mean, things are gonna balance out after I think after the all-star break. Teams will, you know, will slowly start to start to dial it in you know, or dial it up even more. You know certain stretches that are happening, I think, will change. And the Pelicans, maybe, you know, they're not meant to get off to a hot start. They have a little bit more of a, you know, uh, constructing and you know some changes that they have to end up making and adjusting to do. But they definitely will will find a way to make it out. They're too good. They're too. They're, they're too. I think that they're, they're finally talented in the right areas with a really good coach. They're gonna figure it out. Uh, what happens after that, I don't know. But yeah, I think that at worst you're looking at a team that will be a 10 seed.
1: Thank you, Chris. And by the way, guys, check out his uh, Twitter space, Twitter spaces, or or check it out on the Bird Calls. It is my must listen to Pelican, and and he's such a big star. He's got Antonio Daniels hopping in his spaces. After Pelicans game, talking Pelicans. It's it, it's amazing. Uh, this okay.
4: uh, this this Twitter Spaces thing is cool because you can see everybody who's in here, and you can click on their profiles when they're talking. And so I've noticed tonight that both Tina and Chris, uh, I guess, maybe write for Canal Street Chronicles or or yep. or participate. Uh, and I just cannot help but think uh, I can't help but one feel very old. Yeah. Like, I feel like everybody's grandfather. I feel like, um, <laughs> like, I wonder if Tina and Chris even know that I was ever even involved in Canal Street Chronicles, like, years ago. Dave um, was keeping Canal Proud. Street
1: Chronicles. There was a time when Dave was keeping that thing alive all by himself.
4: I was Canal Street Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. um, now they got uh, a whole staff of people. and, and- hey, how
0: quickly you forget, Dave, that I was a writer for you.
4: I <laughs> that's right. um but it's just it's just but i'm happy to see that it's still around and that it's thriving uh and that there are so many people involved with it now um and uh but it's just it's just really weird it's a really weird feeling like jesus we've been doing this internet saint stuff that's just that's what i'll call for, it
1: for for like it's <laughs> like two, yeah dave you joined us early on we started in like 2007 you joined us like Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. It's a long freaking time yeah. we've been doing this. It is a we uh, we we got in the podcast game by accident early. So we got we got American Trucker. He wants to join
4: us. Um, he's he's American Trucker. He's uh, sitting on the four hundred five right now, just uh, in traffic, not moving.
9: <laughs> I like it.
1: Uh, America. How you guys
4: doing? We're doing great.
11: Okay. What, what, um. I, um. I like to see. And I've been following you, Ralph, for a very long time. I've mean, uh, you, I have used many names, okay. But uh, I, w- I like to say this: is that um, the Eric? I mean, uh, Pete Carmichael was Eric uh, being enemy. You have to understand that Pete Pete Carmichael uh, had opportunities. We talk about uh, the time when you know that he was the he ran the offense. They didn't That's miss right, a man. beat. They didn't miss a they beat didn't. back in uh the time. I think that was twenty fourteen. They did not, oh, Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, when Peyton was suspended. yeah, he was suspended. But they did not. The offense did not meet a uh, miss a beat. The defense was terrible. And Pete Carmichael and Drew Brees had five thousand yards. Okay, that's so, right. I just want people to understand that when you talk about Pete Carmichael, he had he had a uh, you know he he had a couple of interviews in his career, but he never called the actual plays, which they never gave him credit as being the officer coordinator. So that's similar to what Andy Reid and Ben B. Enemy is going through. He's been with Sean Payton, and he just he never gets the credit for the things that he has done, but he actually called plays for the New, uh for the New Orleans Saints. So I just think that he was he was Eric enemy before Eric enemy and I just think I I I'm, I'm very excited to see him actually be able to call the plays for the New Orleans Saints. I think that he will run the ball more than Sean Payton has ever.
4: Oh, well I like that.
1: Well, like here's that. the here's the thing. The 2012 offense when Carmichael was there, they averaged 28.8 a game, drew through for 4,997 yards, 43 touchdowns. The Russian attempts, they were 29th in attempts, 25th in running the ball, but mostly they had to throw the ball because their defense was the worst defense in the history of everything.
4: Oh, wait. Now, American Trucker, you said to to start that you've been, you have other Twitter accounts. Is that, is that correct?
11: No, I just changed, I changed the name, uh, the names uh, uh, of the uh, account. You, you actually, was uh, one of
4: them Billy Bando? How do you feel no, about no, Ken no, Crawley?
11: No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I was just <laughs> Nah, I, I I was using my name uh using my name uh sometimes it's uh Peanut Nola 504. Uh, okay. And, and sometimes sometimes it's my name Everett, but uh I have a I I have a, a page the uh the Baddest Sports Talk on uh on um we actually on Facebook, but I've been uh, following you guys for a very long time, and I, and and when when it comes down to the Saints, and when we, when we talk about this new, um, is uh, basically this coaching change with Sean Payton leaving, I really saw, and I and and maybe he does want to go to the Cowboys, but I really seen a burnt out Sean Payton, and when you look at it, and this has been going on. I know we've been contenders, but that energy that we had, that aggressive Sean Payton has, uh, you know, as far as offensively, I just, I've been seeing them dwindle the last three years with the Saints. Yes. Okay. It's and just, that's it's my, I, I just think that he was, he was ready to go, genuinely, genuinely uh, ready to go. And I just think that we just need a new voice.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Thank, thanks, Everett. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. And, and Dave, to the point about Sean Payton, I will say this. He said something interesting on the Rich Eisen show. He's like, I really kind of hope that I enjoy not coaching because I feel like if I don't coach anymore, I'll live longer. Which was really like a kind of (laughs) like a kind of a shocking thing to say, and the dude looks revitalized, like Sean Payton. He looks better than he has in like five years.
4: So Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm, I can I can spin zone that. uh, You know, it's the other way around. It's like you know how when people retire and they stop using their brains. And then all of a sudden, you know, they get Alzheimer's or whatever. Their, their brains get foggy after not using it anymore. <laughs> totally. uh, yeah. So I, I think it's the opposite. I think Sean Payton has to keep coaching. Otherwise, he's going to lose it. Uh, you know, he's going to have to start doing Sudoku every day and Wordle every day just to keep his mind sharp. <laughs>
0: keep it sharp. Yeah. 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 But, you know, the, the big thing about Carmichael is, and I think it's important for us to remember this, he has been there every step of the way with Peyton and Breeze. Mm-hmm. Every single big moment that this offense has done. In fact, he's been there when Breeze hasn't been there last year. He's been there when Peyton hasn't been there 2012. So like, Carmichael is actually, since the beginning, since 2006, he's been there more than Breeze and Peyton. And the thing about Carmichael, and if you read Drew Breeze's book and you read Sean Peyton's book – you know, he, he's, he seldom called plays and uh, Everett kind of talked a little bit about the success he had in 2012 and there were a handful of other games mm-hmm. that he called the plays and had success with. But beyond that, when you read the book and you see what they have to say about Carmichael, I'm talking about Drew Brees and Sean Payton specifically, they they talk about the ideas that he comes up with based on what he's seen on film and... They, they, they give him high praise about his preparation and like his ability to watch film and look under the hood. And Sean Payton says in his book, I think that yeah, a lot of times on a Saturday he'll have looked at tape all week and he'll come up with this idea and he'll be like, Sean, we got to do this. And it's like a play that makes a difference in the game. So like, we'll see how offensive coordinator goes, especially with depleted talent. And let you me, know, we'll see how it goes. But when you talk about pedigree and the experiences that th- this guy has had, He's been rubbing heads with Sean Payton and, and, and Breeze the whole way.
1: Yeah, and, and, and before, before we get to the Mad Marine, I want to say this is the one thing that having Pete Carmichael does is it keeps everything streamlined as far as the draft, where if, is if you brought in a new guy and he had a, new, had a new system, he'd have to kind of explain to, like, Jeff Ireland and the scouts, hey, we're running this new system. These are the kind of guys I want, where Pete Carmichael is going to be like, hey, we're running the Sean Payton offense. It's going to be the same. I mean, I'm going to do a little bit different. But you guys know what we need in a running back. You know, guys know what we need in a tight end. You guys know what we need in a receiver. Go and find me some freaking talent on offense. So, the Madden Marine, what you got for us tonight?
3: Hey, how's, how's it going, guys? The Madden Marine here. Listen, listen, listen. I, I you know, this kind of caught me by surprise. And I, and I seen mm-hmm. that Rich Eisen episode with Sean Payton. I seen that. And I really, I really, I really believe him. I really believe that he, he may be, he just may be done coaching because if you guys, okay, if you guys remember when when Coach Payton had the uh, had COVID, right? And Pete Carmichael got to call the plays. We saw a totally different offense. It was the first time I was kind of excited to say, oh, wow, we're going to really see, you know, Pete call the plays now. I don't know if you guys remember this play. There was a play where, you know, Taysom was kind of backed up uh, the whole, whole office was back to like the one yard line or something. They did like this weird rugby like formation to kind of give pick that taste of that room. Just something that I've never seen before, and I think you know I, I'm really excited about it, man. I'm really excited because we're gonna see something fresh, something new, man. And I, I, you know, and if 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 Dennis is still doing things with the defense, man, the defense was awesome last year, but I think this Carmichael thing might be the move, man. I, I really do.
4: I mean, here's the thing, Carmichael. Yes, Carmichael was offensive coordinator all this time under Peyton, but, you know, Peyton casts the shadow. I mean, Peyton, Peyton was an offensive guy, so yeah. if there was something that Carmichael wanted to do that Peyton didn't want to do, it wasn't getting done. At least right. now, Carmichael is off the leash. There it well, is. He,
1: here's my question for you, man, We we don't have too much time left. Okay. I, I want you to pick Jameis as the quarterback for the Saints. If I say <laughs> it, here's, you, if you get $500 – and you have to pick the starter for the Saints. Do you pick Jameis or do you pick anybody else? Who's going to be the quarterback?
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna pick I'm gonna go with Jameis, and I'm gonna tell you why because his heart and soul is there. Jameis wants a chance. to He prove does it. want it so bad. Yeah, he wants it. He wants it so. Jameis is a totally different dude. We, we're looking at interviews now, and this isn't the same guy that took crab legs out of the freaking you know restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> this is allegedly a totally, allegedly. Yeah, this, this allegedly, yeah, yeah. This is a totally different guy. This is a guy that's that's showing leadership. He may do little funny things here and there, but this guy really wants it. You know what I mean? And you want a quarterback in the system that wants to be there. You don't want the drama with the Kyler Murrays and the Aaron Rodgers of the league. You want this guy because this is your guy. This guy says, hey, I want to do this. And that guy, I was one of the guys that got on here. He said, if we can get him at the right price, the guy's incre- The guy's arm talent is incredible. I mean, yeah. the defense. Yeah, the deep ball is something we've been missing for, I don't know, what, two or three years now?
1: Yeah, so, well, we had a little bit of we had seven games of it with Jameis this year.
3: Well, well, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. But <laughs> I just think I I'm I think he's the guy. I don't I don't think it's the what was the what was the the, the sappy two or what was the what was the uh, the, the comment the, made the, earlier?
1: The sadness combo. The sadness of,
3: combo <laughs> of, of Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> and Taysom. <laughs> Absolutely not. Does because that come Taysom across did, Teddy didn't give us a chance because Teddy was a game manager. I don't really, I don't yeah. like game man. I like quarterbacks that can kind of, kind of, kind of hitch it down low hundred underneath. And then, and you know, and then give you that deep ball, you know, a uh, thread as well. You know, Teddy was just that kind of game managing guy, which yeah. is safe, but it doesn't win you ball games in the long run. You know, well, can, can we that,
0: throw in Book in? There thanks
3: for the, the sadness trio. Uh, the yeah. sadness, oh, yeah. to
4: sadness
1: oh, yeah.
8: trio. <laughs> I love it. Oh,
1: yeah. Mad Marine, thanks for joining us. Andrew, has your Jimmy Garoppolo fever has that subsided? Have you come to your senses and realized I never that-
0: had a fever? I just told you I didn't hate it as much. As you did. That's the only <laughs> thing I said. It was, it was, I don't hate 86. it either.
4: Oh, God. It was here we go. It
0: 100. It was 98.6. <laughs> you know, it was lukewarm. Yeah,
4: but I don't, I don't hate it. I'd be okay get, with, Calampo. let's get
0: Dilly in here. Dilly,
9: what do you think?
4: Another, another Canal Street Chronicles, uh, yeah. um, staff member, apparently.
2: Just, yeah.
9: Uh, first <laughs> off, I want to give a shout out to D in the crowd. She's awesome. There you go. Number one. But, uh, I am, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I like, I like Pete Carmichael. Uh, I, I think it's a lot of people, the, the, the negative names are saying it's going to be boring or whatever, but like, we don't really know.
1: We don't like, know anything <laughs> about these people. We, 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 we Google their Wikipedia page and we make, and we, and we make judgments. We don't know anything I about know. these, these outside people that the Saints interviewed.
9: And I, you know, I'm, a lot of them, people were still like, I don't even know who this guy, what this guy's name. Like I've heard, I've never heard the name before. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was probably the best decision for Dennis Allen to have success quickly because I don't think Dennis Allen in the, at least with the majority of fans is going to have the benefit of the doubt of like, wait and see, mm-hmm. um, like wait and see, build a new a new thing. He needs to to ride the momentum of what Sean Payton was doing at least for now. Um, that's a good that's a good point in the sense that I I do think
0: Saints fans will turn on Dennis Allen pretty quickly if he starts zero and five oh. it's a disaster from the start. Oh. I don't think he'll have much of a oh. leash actually.
1: He has no leash. I yeah. hope he need Dennis Allen. He needs that 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 front of the schedule to be nice. No and way. Soft. Tyson. You're telling me.
4: You're telling me. First, first, you're telling me next season he starts 0 and five. They're gonna get rid of him already. No, 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 no. I'm no, not, no, no,
1: not saying
4: it.
10: I'm just saying
0: Saints fans will. Saints turn fans on him. will. In other words, the the, the, this, the noise on Saints Twitter about
4: you're giving him five games get... for Saints fans. I give him three games for Saints fans. I <laughs> give him. You're being
1: generous.
9: And
0: they you give him three games, and they're one and two. We yeah. all
9: know, we all know that week one's gonna be the Bengals in the in the Superdome, and they're gonna lose that game. <laughs> so, uh, and it's gonna i don't know, be- I don't know man i th- i think the saints might sack burrow 15 times if they don't fix that <laughs> offensive line
6: oh
1: my,
9: oh my god it was so sad also i want to say about Jameis uh earlier this season around the trade deadline i went to demario davis's like charity event or whatever um and i was like in the same room as Jameis for a while and that dude that dude gets it. That dude's awesome, uh, and, and it really made me like him, like seeing him up close. Like he's just a funny dude and a super nice dude that, like, took time to care and like make made inside jokes with fans there, and, and just it spoke a lot to me about him showing up to his teammates' charity event in a boot just right after.
1: after. I mean, I mean, this to me Dilly, tells you tells me a lot about Jameis in after the Tampa game, Bruce Arians, his team had lost, and he asked Sean Payton about Jameis, and Sean Payton, I forgot exactly what he said, but you could tell, at least in my mind, that Bruce Arians, he was genuinely sad for Jameis, that he's like, oh, man, he's neat. And I think if Jameis would have been a jerk, or he didn't get along with Arians, or Tampa didn't really like him, he wouldn't even have asked. He would have just shook Sean Payne's hand and gone about his way. But I think it it, it showed us a lot about Jameis. Like, his teammates love that dude. They do. And, I, I mean, he's a little bit of a goofball, but I, I want it to work out. for. I kind of want Jameis back. I just worry uh, – and thanks, Dilly, for joining us. I just worry, Andrew. I just look at these teams with these quarterback market. And I think Jameis is going to get paid. Like he's going to get two years, thirty million; two years, forty million. Because they got a lot of teams that need quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, I I definitely have some unease about the offer that he's going to get from someone else. And uh, it's just the Steelers is the team I keep coming back to. There's That's a right. Lot of noise. There's a lot of noise out there, and uh, there's an ESPN article uh, this week that that said that he's the best fit for that job. So. Uh, that that's probably right now the team that scares me the most. And it's always – I mean, we always say it. All it takes is one team, one offer. And if they go out there and they say, like you said, two years, 40, two years, 45 million, I think the Saints will be like, all right, offer Teddy the, 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 the <laughs> shitty deal we were going to offer James. Oh,
1: uh, the sadness triple play becomes realer and realer <laughs> every I, by the minute.
4: I think if the Saints are close – uh, I think um I don't know. I could see Jameis I, giving a home team discount.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I could see I could see Mike Tomlin wooing him and just cause Mike Tomlin is charismatic and I could see Pitts I could see Mike Tomlin if he says, listen to the Steelers Brad." Right? He says, Look, Jameis is my dude. That's who I want. I think Pittsburgh will will do whatever it takes. And I listen and plus remember,
0: it, Sean Payton's gone. So like I think Tomlin in his ear has more power when Sean Payton's not the one calling Jameis, being like, yo, you gotta come back.
1: Come on. Yeah. Um, so we got final, final caller of the night is Andrew's dad. Our legal counsel. Our legal counsel when we get in when we get in pickles in situations. In uh, Vegas. This, every time we ve- go to
4: Vegas, we just can't <laughs> help it. We're in Vegas
8: and we just can't help ourselves.
1: Mr. Juge, how worried should we be about Camara? Hey guys,
8: how you doing? Oh, come on. No, I, I think I think that'll all work out. You should be worried he's gonna get suspended for a few games, you know, whatever the NFL penalty is. Um no, listen, I just wanted to say, guys, I'm I'm not surprised about, about Pete Carmichael at all. Um to me, the Saints wanted continuity,
7: mm-hmm. but in
8: this day and age, you, even if that's what you think you want and you got the people you want. You can't just hire them. Now, now, a good organization always wants to promote its own people, right? But you can't do that without benchmarking them. You know, you got the public, right. the fans, and all that. So, even if you assume that's what you wanted—that continuity—they had to benchmark. My guess is that Pete Carmichael didn't want to compete against Dennis Allen for the, you know, for the head coaching job. He's not the right profile. He's not the right image to the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, anyway. I think he was prepared to stand aside for that, and then once you know, once Dennis Allen gets hired, the question is, does he want to keep staff or Does he want to start anew, et cetera? So I think you know, Carmichael was legitimately perhaps you know stand you know staying uh, calm about that to, to wait sort of wait and see. And so you bench, so they bench Dennis Allen again. They benchmarked Dennis Allen against what what was out there and made a conclusion. Then they bench benchmarked uh, uh, Carmichael, and, and you know you, you come out thinking, well, these guys. You know the reasons we hired him and the experience they have. A good look. Carmichael's father was a lifetime coach, right? A career coach. So Carmichael grew up in coaching, right? He's been there for all the success. So I'm I'm not surprised by that at all, and that's why. And I'm 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 totally on the Jameis hype train,
1: Uh, dude. I feel like. I feel like Jameis1of1, one one, even though I blocked him on Twitter, I feel like he's spamming he's in, he, he's our Twitter space. He's infected all of us. Yeah. He's infected the, all of us, and he's spammed our Twitter space. Jameis1of1
0: uh, one one is a disease, and, and it has infected. <laughs> it has spread throughout the Saints Twitter community. and and there is no vaccine for it. There
1: is no vaccine. He he, he has built a Jameis army and they're coming for us. Uh,
0: (laughs) You you can't wear a mask (laughs) to protect yourself from it. We all have it.
1: (laughs) Mr. Juge, thanks as always for joining us. Andrew and Dave, my final question before we get out of here to you guys is, the Saints, are they going to do at defensive coordinator what they just did as offensive coordinator where they interview a bunch of dudes not in the building, but in the end, it's uh, Ryan Nielsen or Chris Richards.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, I kind of feel like that's the path it's going to go down. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and like, like my dad just said, we are going to benchmark them and then they're going to look at a bunch of other dudes and they're going to be like, nope, we're still sticking with our guy. And, and, and like I said, I think this whole process was about auditing the team, getting mm-hmm. outside opinions pick in their brain. And remember when we interviewed Randy Mueller last week, this is what he said sometimes. And you understand when you interview, this is part of the process. They pick your brain. They ask you as an NFL expert about situational stuff. And when they don't hire you, sometimes they like your ideas so much that they might just go ahead and use them. You know? And I think that's when you get a guy with B enemies profile, a brain that smart in your building. And he or Brian Flores, who is just the head coach for the dolphins like you may not hire those guys, but I guarantee you when you sit down for them for six, seven, eight hours, you're getting valuable intel. You're getting valuable ideas that you may want to use. And I think I wonder if that's part of the approach. So at this point, yeah, I look at these defensive coordinator decisions that are going to come up and they probably end up promoting from within, hiring internally. But Dennis Allen will be like, Man, I talked to all these really smart NFL assistant coaches in, and I like some of these ideas they gave me
1: final thing Dave are you tripping balls after eating the Tide Pods are you alright we need an update I think he's
10: dead
1: That sounds terrible that's a great way to end the Twitter spaces guys thanks for joining us Support Saints Happy Hour. Become a patron. We need this support. We're doing amazing things in our community. We have a Discord. You can talk Saints 24/7 privately. Uh, it's amazing. Support the show. Thanks for joining us. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.